0: Using gerrymandering, voter suppression, and other nefarious tactics, the Republican Party has manipulated our electoral system to maintain as much control as possible despite being a party in the minority. Liberal Dan Radio seeks to change that, and I need your help in doing so. Liberal Dan Radio has partnered with Levelfield to help us use tools that are typically only available to big-money donors. When you go to stopthecoup.liberaldan.com and make your contribution... It will encourage other voters to reach out to their legislators to pass legislation to stop gerrymandering and voter suppression and target elected officials who refuse to protect the vote. Every eligible voter should be able to cast a ballot, and that ballot should have the same power as everyone else. I can't do this alone. I need your help. So please go to stopthecoup.liberaldan.com and make your contribution today. That's stopthecoup.liberaldan.com. Stopthecoup.liberaldan.com. Political advertising paid for by Level Field. Contributions are not tax-deductible as charitable contributions. To join the conversation, it's area code 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. If you're listening live on Blog Talk Radio, to sign in with your free blogtalkradio.com account, just go to the episode page on blogtalkradio.com slash liberal dan, and you can find the chat room down at the bottom of the page, and you can leave comments there. If you're watching live on YouTube, you can also... Uh, sign in with your YouTube account and leave your comments there as well. Um, and remember, if you're watching on YouTube, to like the video and to share it with everyone else. Uh, let's have more people coming into the chat. I'd love to see much more. Uh, like last last week, we had a lot of chat in, going on in the chat. Now A lot of it was kind of a back and forth between two people, but you know, it it's better to have lots of uh, interaction between people than none whatsoever. So if you haven't subscribed yet, please remember to subscribe to the channel and remember to like the video as well. And finally, if you're listening after the live broadcast, you can always leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc., on the show thread at littleband.com, on facebook.com slash or at Liboban Radio on Twitter, or on YouTube, go to the video page and you can leave your comments there. i uh, got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. I, I didn't really plot out any headlines this week. If you would like to sponsor uh, the headlines bit or Words of Redneck Wisdom, uh, Hypocrite of the Week, uh, you can do so. You can buy commercial advertising or you can just simply support the show with Dan Radio Patreon. Go to liberaldan.com, or com or Patreon.com slash liberaldan Either way gets you there and you could uh, contribute uh, to the podcast as little as three bucks. Uh, but you, if you spend more, you could you know, become a member of the... Uh, we have a Discord that we're going to try and spit up. Uh, Sometimes we maybe use that a little more often. We'll have... Um, People who are contributing at the ten dollar level or above, uh, who are not buying advertising, will get to have perhaps you know a little bit of say. Like, if I give them options, and I'll say, hey, nobody wants to see this or that. I'll give them a little bit of input on what they want to see, what they want to hear on the show. Um, finally, uh, and if you again, if you want to sponsor, just if you have a commercial business that you want to sponsor, you could always just sign up and get one of the ads
1: there as well.
0: The more money I get, the more support I get, the more I want to put into the show, and the more I want to make it even better. I mean, I do it because I love it, but uh, if if I get the support, I'll do even more. Um, I could, you know, advertise more and advertise the fact that we could potentially be seeing uh, guests like uh, Hal Sparks on uh, at least once a month uh, because he's becoming a friend of the show, and I'm awesome at that. We have Robert Douglas uh, in the chat room. Thank you for joining us, Robert. Please remember to like the video and subscribe. Uh, to the channel. Um, I think you already did, so thank you. Um, so We've got a bunch of stuff to talk about today in New Orleans news, uh, some sad news. Chris Owens, if you've ever been in New Orleans, Chris Owens was a, a staple. She was a, a queen of Bourbon Street. She No one knew her age, first of all. Even even her closest friends she didn't share her age with. She was ageless. Um, she timeless as well. She opened a business. Very young, uh, with her husband uh, down on Bourbon Street, and that business is iconic. Uh, unfortunately, she passed away the other day of a heart attack, um, days before her favorite thing, which was uh, the Easter Parade that she would run every year. So, uh, best wishes and thoughts out to the family and friends and loved ones of Chris Owen, uh, who passed away uh, down here in New Orleans. Um, that is just somebody you cannot. Play. So what else we got going on? In you know, the news, we have um, Russia has been showing to be committing atrocities and war crimes. And, and the sad thing about the whole Russia thing, you know, from on, on the domestic side, because on the, the, the geopolitical and the international side and the loss of lives clearly are, are horrible things that are happening. And uh, it's a shame that we're – I don't know what – why – I mean, I know why. We don't want to – we don't want to – push World War Three, but we also need to defend uh, the, the people who are defenseless. And that's what, you know, I made a very good point saying that uh, the UN Security Council is doing a very good job of uh, upholding the security of, of the people who they're supposed to be protecting. And Russia is completely in the wrong here, and we need to, it, it needs to be stopped. Uh, I guess the way that we're going to try and do it is continuing on with the sanctions. Um, you know, one of the shows that I listened to uh, in the morning, uh, the host this morning was was, was was saying something to the effect of how we, we need to be able to come and, and, and negotiate something. Well, so, any negotiation that doesn't include the full return of all land to to Ukraine is probably not going to be accepted by Ukraine or or many other people. That's why you need to just throw all the sanctions you can on Russia. Because there needs to be a price that they need to pay for the actions that they do done. Uh, these are war crimes. They, they committed genocide. They, they specifically targeted people. Today on the news, they said that the Russian soldiers were were um, not just brutally attacking people and, and murdering people, but raping them as well. Uh, it, it needs to stop. And uh, my idea from I think a week or two ago was simply that we need to you know, let's drop a whole bunch of flyers like on on the battlefield, like over the Russians. Russian troops in Russian, and let them read the fact that these things that you're doing, if you get caught, you're going to be brought up on more crimes, and you're going to go to prison, and you're going to be punished for what you're doing. And maybe, just maybe, and remind them that about the fact that it's illegal uh, to follow an illegal order. You're ordered to do something that's against international law. It is illegal for you to follow that. you you're you are responsible. You're supposed to refuse to follow that law. So there's that. Um, a bunch of stuff, you know. I, this is going to be a little bit of a different show, I think, in that you know I really often don't tend to target one person, especially somebody who's not very well known. Um, like like I might do I might have done a show on Bobby Jindal or David Bitter back in the day. I might do. You know, I've done shows on Trump and Biden. You know, I, I do shows on, on on very popular famous people. You know, famous politicians, famous others, you know, we, we we focus on that individual because that person is noteworthy, that person is newsworthy. Um, Robert, the Dan, the United States is the table setter for this war to go on. Uh, explain what you mean by that, Robert. Uh, anyway, so but while we wait for that to happen, we're going to also point out the fact that, you know, so normally I don't, Target like individuals that aren't very well known, but you know, calling into this one radio show, there is this caller, and it's not the hypocrite of the week, uh, or it's not the words of redneck wisdom. That's something else. Um, that's also something that, I, that needs to be dealt with, needs to be talked about, because you know the, we know what they really want. Many conser- We know what many conservatives really want. Um, there's there's almost a bloodthirst there, so. Let's go ahead and and listen uh, to this week's words of – let's do Hypocrite of the Week first, then we'll take the first commercial break, and then we'll come back, we'll do Words of Redneck Wisdom, and then we'll we'll start talking about the individual who I'm talking about. So first, Hypocrite of the Week. We'll talk a little bit about the hypocrite and the hypocrisy afterwards. This week's hypocrite of the Week is Nick Adams, who tweeted, Cancel culture has no place in American society. And then one minute later, tweeted that Disney should lose all copyrights protected by Congress, and that you should boycott them 100% and cancel your Disney account. As always, what conservatives complain about is not really what they're complaining about. To see who next week's hypocrite of the Week will be, tune in to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on blogtalkradio.com slash Dan. There you go. And, and it's, it's something that I've been talking about for weeks and months now, is that a lot of the times conservatives, they say, we don't like cancel culture. But in reality, it's, we don't like cancel culture when it's to being canceled. And, of course, as Demonox would say, um, Brian, our first Little Dane Radio patron, uh, that there's no such thing as cancel culture. It's just you getting you know, consequences for your actions. Is what Deminox would say. I agree with that point. Um, but you know, you know, just like you know, Republicans, conservatives, you'll hear them say "Blue Lives Matter, Back the Blue." You'll hear that, but w- what really are they saying? Because they they don't say that when uh, the blue shoots, you know, terrorist Barbie. They don't say that when the blue tries to stop people from breaking into the Capitol. They don't say that when the blue. You know, the FBI goes after uh, conservative politicians for uh, crimes that they may have done. Or the Justice Department goes after uh, crimes and you know whatever. They, they don't. That's not really back the blue. It's just back the blue when they're doing certain things that we like them to do, like killing black people and just just you know pulling people over for driving while black and, and you know basically you know mistreating minorities. When the cops are mistreating minorities, conservatives have no problem with backing the blue. But if the but if the cops go after a conservative, oh no, that's you know, that's terrible. The police are out of control. So really it's not it's never what they're really talking about. It's the same thing here. that cancel culture. They don't like they, they don't like when they get cancelled. They think it's terrible when they get cancelled. But when you know, somebody else does something like Disney standing up against the Don't Say Gay Bill, oh, we need to cancel Disney at that point, right? Because they they like cancel culture at that point. In reality, as Demodoc says, again, cancel culture is just consequences for your action. But in reality, especially with this, like, cancel culture is simply the free market. But conservatives don't like that either. They don't really like the free market either. They claim to, but they don't. Conservatives, you know, want Big companies to be able to trample over indigenous folks, and uh, they they want they they enjoy watching uh, you know these large corporations being able to muscle out the small guys when it the small guys are the ones that they don't like. On the other side of going on, I've heard you know people complaining about you know the WalMarts of the world or whatever. You know people complaining, conservatives will complain. Well, they did this, whatever, blah, 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 because, you know, once, once they find something they don't like about them, then they'll start saying, oh, we well, you did not shop, stop shopping there. They'll then say just stop shopping at Walmart. They used to love Walmart. Now they say stop shopping at Walmart because of Chinese goods. I've been saying that you should reduce your Walmart footprint for years. You know, I've been saying that personally to my friends and everybody else. Uh, if you want to find out how you, too, can reduce your Walmart footprint, you can email me, liberalmanradio at gmail.com, and I can explain to you, um, you know, online, what what happens, what uh, how you could also reduce your Walmart footprint, but that's something else. It's entirely just seemed like a good little segue. Uh, but again, you know, again, they never are complaining about the thing that they actually want to complain about. They never really believe in what they're saying. And sometimes they completely flip the script and and they'll completely flip what they're saying depending on who's in office. And I'm saying that the Democrats or liberals are not into that as well. There are definitely examples of Democrats being hypocrites. And I've shared that on the show. I've made several Democrats hypocrites of the week. Obama was the hypocrite of the week. Uh, Kevin Newsom was the hypocrite of the week, both based on masking. So I'm happy to to make, uh, I'm not happy that they're hypocrites, but I'm, I'm more than willing to look at my own side and point a finger but I'm more than billing that, but usually the middle finger that I'm pointing out is that the people on the other side, because the, what they do is just so egregiously bad. It's like, just like with gerrymandering. It's so egregious. Like, yeah, Maryland is terrible when it comes to gerrymandering, what they want to do. But the rest of the country, the Republicans are the problem because they're doing it. It's gerrymandering on steroids. It's, it's, it's drawing your own voters and picking your own voters on steroids in most other places the Republicans' benefit, not for the Democrats' benefit. Let's go ahead and take the first commercial break uh, and take your calls afterwards as well. It's 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk to the left. That's right.
2: And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mmm, yeah.
0: If you enjoy Liberal Dan Radio, there's many ways that you can support the show. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can like me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter or TikTok. And you can become a Liberal Dan Patreon. For as little as $3 a month, you can get a shout-out. Higher levels get the opportunity to vote on what I do next on the podcast, the minicast, or on YouTube. You can even buy commercial advertising or sponsor bits. So go to patreon.liberaldan.com and support the show today. Hey there, podcast listeners. This is Damanok, host of The World According to Knox. It's time for season two where I take you on another trip through my world. The world of movies, video games, pop culture, and more. Relate them to the world around you. Don't forget to leave a question for MarsNet, and find me on Twitter by the handle xdeminox. That's the letter X like X-Men, D-E-M-I-N-O-X. Now enjoy the rest of your podcast. And welcome back to Liberal Band Radio, talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana, to join the conversation There their code 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. Uh, and also, if you're listening live, again, you can join us either at the blogtalkradio.com chat room on the episode thread or over here on YouTube, <coughs> youtube.com slash Radio. And you can join the live chat. And if you're listening after the live broadcast, again, you can leave your comments, questions, and more, et cetera, on the show at LibbleBand.com, Facebook.com, slash LibbleBand, at radio on Twitter, or on the comment thread over on YouTube as well. Of course, I go through an entire commercial without having a coughing fit, and then I start having a coughing fit right when I have to go back on the air. Because that's how things work. That's how things go. That's what they do. It's just how they do what it do. Speaking of which, uh, shout, not just shouts out to Demonox, the first Liberal Band patron. Uh, shouts out to Cesar of California, the boy Chris, to the newest Liberal Band radio patron, Angie, over across the phone. And uh, also a shout out to my little brother, the host of the most Nimbus Yosh, with the smooth sounds of the Percy podcast. Trying to get together a fun little show to do, uh, forming what we call Voltron. Uh, because we like to just bring all of the podcasts together and, and then have a point of discussion. The, the one time we really formed Voltron was uh, we had a discussion about Wall Street bets, short selling and the like, and I was explaining short selling and some of like that. And it was a really good time. I made a really dirty comment at the end. It was great. Fun times, good times. Actually, right. while I'm coughing, let's go ahead and play – Words of Redneck Wisdom, because I'm getting tired of coughing, and I think it's a big old gulp of what I have for this, but there it is, so without further ado, let's go ahead and play Words of Redneck Wisdom. And now, Words of Redneck Wisdom, brought to you by Liberal Dan
2: Radio.
1: Hey, Jeff, it's good to hear a good, sensible person speak to me anyway. Thank you, Uh, you, sir. I'm uh, wondering about our congresspeople and our uh, senators. I believe they take an oath like the military, I believe, uh, where they're supposed to protect us from uh, foreign and domestic threats. So what I'm wondering is what's going on with that. Uh, They should be on top of that, and uh, we shouldn't have to worry about... uh, you know anything in in our system that uh, could take our president out if he wasn't doing his job, they should be able to do that themselves. but we this country can't take another year of uh, Biden or another two years of him. It, it'll be gone. It really will. Well, yeah. I believe under the Constitution that uh, we have a right uh, militias to bear arms and I believe militias have the same rights if our country's under attack and uh, which it is, and uh, they're not Nobody's doing anything about it. I believe militias have a right to, to be involved.
0: And this concludes Words of Redneck Wisdom, brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio. Talk
2: from the left, that's right.
0: several things there um first uh, the briefest of briefest seconds i thought the person was going to go in the right direction in the correct direction uh talking about domestic threats and that you know that the congress people yes absolutely when you take the oath of office to be a congressman you take an oath to defend the constitution and defend a country against against threats threats foreign and domestic as i as i call and which is why a lot of the people on the uh, the insurrection caucus, like your Boberts, your uh Gilmerts, your Gateses, your Greens, all of those types of folks who are, you know, supportive and aiding and abetting uh, the domestic six the domestic six the January sixth domestic terrorists, the insurrectionists who attacks this capital. They were a domestic threat and, and these people in Congress are seeking to defend them. And to and, you know, today I think, Roger Taylor Green uh, heckled Jamie Raskin uh, about during the, something about the January sixth, uh, either the committee or the hearings or whatever, and you know, discussing about like the the whatever, uh, the Russia hoax or whatever, um, and, and Raskin just mopped the floor with her because I mean his intelligence level is so far dwarfs. Those of the folks, uh, the Gomerts, the Boberts, the Greens, the Gates—they're—they're they're just completely miles behind Jimmy Raskin when it comes to intelligence. It's just night and day. But you know, they are—you know—they should be—you know—taking the threats against this country, including the threats by white naturalists, terrorists, those people who attacked our country, uh, attacked our capital on January sixth. But if you listen very carefully to what the individual said in words of running wisdom, you'll hear that he said something about that that the militias, you know, that people they should be that the congressman should be able to take the president out. Do you believe that this is just a misspeaking uh, by this individual who is talking about maybe the, uh, the, the the constitutional remedies that one might be able to remove a president from office, either from basically saying he's not. Doesn't have the capacity to do the job anymore, or via impeachment, do is, is that what he's saying? Do you, do you, is that that's probably what they would fall back on if if someone, if someone said, "Hey, we should take the president out," they would probably say, "Oh, well, he probably meant you know that you know the constitutional remedies, the, the having the vice president declaring an incompetent or whatever or whatever, or impeachment." But no, he means take the president out. You know, especially if we to the next words, militias have rights, supposedly. If our country is under attack, the militia should be involved. So basically what this guy is saying, that he supports more violence because he believes that the Democrats and you know, the, the presidents are attacking the country, and if they're attacking the country, then the militias should have the right to defend the country, which is what the militias are probably trying to claim that they were doing in on January sixth during that insurrection. So it it it's just another example of bloodthirstiness on the part of thirst sort of, Now, after this clip, after the clip that I played, Jeff, the host, who who feels like he needs to not endorse uh people who are trying to make violent uh threats or or, or condoning violence, he was saying, Well, we should send you know, we should be able to have citizens down on the border and something like that and, and any kind of twisted uh, arguments of being about the border and and how we should be able to defend the border and and individuals and civilians should be able to defend the border. You know, the border is more secure now than it was under Trump. I mean, the Border Patrol has caught more drugs coming into the country during the Biden administration than the Trump administration, which probably means that during the Trump administration, more was getting through. You know, the Republicans are, will, will yell and scream about how, um, oh, the Biden administration intercepted so much drugs. Good. They caught the fentanyl coming in. They prevented the fentanyl from going in the streets. And somehow the Republicans find a way to argue against that action. What, you wanted them to go through? Ridiculous. Let's see, Robert, when you say president, are you referring to Obama or Joe? Did you see how Biden lost Biden was? the silly. Uh, I mean, Obama, okay, he says Biden was lost. Obama stole the show, according to Robert Um, Biden didn't look lost, but Obama started off with a gap. Obama started off by calling him Vice President Biden. But Obama steals almost every show that he goes to. Obama is such a powerful figure when it comes to his presence that he will just, you know win the room. It's probably one of the reasons why Obama kind of has stayed back a little bit, because of the fact that he doesn't want he knows that he overshadows almost everybody. He's dominated McCain, he dominated Romney, he dominates anybody he has to go up against. So sure, absolutely. He he looks he looks miles Better than Biden because that's he's just so good. Biden, Biden made a funny joke at the end, reminding Obama that it was a live mic. Uh, they joked back and forth about the big F and deal comment that Biden made when they passed the Affordable Care Act. Now, what twelve years ago? So the idea that Biden was was lost? No, Biden is, is for the most part very soft spoken when he talks. He doesn't like to be, you know, the he can get animated, but he's very soft spoken and you know what sometimes sometimes I misspeak. It doesn't mean I have some mental incapacity, it doesn't mean that I'm lost, it just means that, you know, I'm meant to say one word and perhaps another slipped out and that's fine. You know, but the idea, you know, let's I would take you know, if you want to compare mental faculties of of Biden and or yeah, Biden and Trump, bring it on. I mean, Mr. Cosefi You know, you know, tweeting on the toilet at two o'clock in the morning about his confetti. The United States, the United States thing about we're going to inject, inject, disinfectant into the body. We're talking, you know, just the, the man was a certifiable idiot. The the one thing that Biden should have done, and it would have been great if he would have done it, would have been when um was it deucey or whatever just made the question, what about your people who were commenting that you should take a mental test he should have looked at the camera and went person woman man camera tv because trump was so happy about the fact that he was able to remember person woman man camera tv and everybody was like oh look how smart our president is he can say five words person woman man camera tv i mean that's a, such a low bar that you've set for for who y'all want as president conservatives, y'all want this guy back in office, he's a buffoon. He's a con man. He's a snake oil salesman. It was just shown that ivermectin has nothing, no effect on outcomes when it comes to people getting hit at the hospital. None. As Hal Sparks said last week on the show, if you took ivermectin and you got better, it wasn't because it helped you with the COVID. It's because you had worms. <laughs> no more simple than that. Uh, but anyway, but, but that, that words of redneck wisdom is not the guy that I wanted to talk about on this show. We're going to go ahead. and We're going to take our our other commercial break right now, and then we'll come back. We have six clips from this guy. Six clips that I that I captured from his phone call because I wanted to go deep. And and kind of dissect all the words that he was saying because, I mean, first of all, the guy sounded unhinged. But, <clears throat> and but there's so many examples of hypocrisy. There's so many examples of. So many examples of just how conservatives will say one thing and mean another. The cognitive dissonance that they have, it, it's just a. It, it's like shining a light, on this is what modern day conservatism is all about because you'll hear some of those things and if a democrat suggested those things you'd blow a fuse conservatives would would call them nuts and say it would be terrible but no this guy says it and and nobody says it pete because it's a conservative thing and, and for conservative things let's go ahead and take the next commercial break I'm, we're not going to do a long show today. We'll probably keep it to about an hour, unless for some reason we get a call. But, you know, I can't only have so many three-hour shows every month at this point. Maybe later. Maybe when, if we take off and become more popular, that's my only job. But sure, I'll do a three-hour show. But every day. Until then, this is Liberal Man Radio. Talk to the left. That's right. on the team Do you want to set money aside for a rainy day? Do you want to open an account that will give you a savings bonus each month? What if I told you that you can get both and have a chance to win 10 million dollars? Yada is an FDIC insured bank and when you go to yada.liberaldan.com, open an account and make your first deposit, you will get 100 entries into the next weekly drawing. You will also get entries each week you have a balance. So go to yada.liberaldan.com. That's y-o-t-t-a.liberaldan.com. Using gerrymandering, voter suppression, and other nefarious tactics, the Republican Party has manipulated our electoral system to maintain as much control as possible despite being a party in the minority. Liberal Dan Radio seeks to change that, and I need your help in doing so. Liberal Dan Radio has partnered with Level Field to help us use tools that are typically only available to big money donors. When you go to stopthecoup.liberaldan.com and make your contribution, it will encourage other voters to reach out to their legislators to pass legislation to stop gerrymandering and voter suppression and target elected officials who refuse to protect the vote. Every eligible voter should be able to cast a ballot, and that ballot should have the same power as everyone else. I can't do this alone. I need your help. So please go to stopthecoup.liberaldan.com and make your contribution today. That's stopthecoup.liberaldan.com. Stopthecoup.liberaldan.com. Political advertising paid for by Level Field. Contributions are not tax-deductible as charitable contributions.
3: This world is just pitiful, and we need to fix it. Uh, I was listening to your caller earlier once an explanation for what Biden and his family, basically what I believe. And it'll take 100 years to prove it, probably. We still ain't figured out Kennedy. But we we bent the rules, and we prosecuted uh, uh, Capone for tax evasion instead of murder and pillaging and thieving and everything else he was doing. No, we went for tax evasion, and they didn't like that. The mob did not like the manipulation of our government. And what we're looking at now, almost uh, 90 years later, is uh, um, a retaliation for that. And they're in control. It is mobsters. It's right and left. It's, it's Republicans and Democrats. The system has no authority over them. I've reached a solution, I can't be heard, I've been silenced, I wish we could live in real time as quick as we're silenced. And the only way to do that is to know what every single legitimate American thinks at 9 a.m. every morning, in real time. All the horse shit will stop, excuse me, I'm sorry. Everything will come to accountability and once we start to accountability, nothing will get swept under the carpet because the people will be heard every day on every subject immediately. Oh, you know, Jeff, this world is just pitiful and we need to fix it. Uh, I was listening to your caller earlier once an explanation for what Biden and his family, basically what I believe, and it'll take a hundred years to prove it probably. We still ain't figured out.
0: And I've been off, I think I've been off uh, the radio, <laughs> off of the Blog Talk Radio side. You've, you've heard me on YouTube. I don't think you've heard me on Blog Talk Radio if you're listening, unfortunately. So go to YouTube if you want to hear what you just missed. Sorry about that, guys. Um, anyway, so he this. Live on the air. This is, a, this is a terrestrial radio station. It also streams out. You know, everyone streams now, But this is the terrestrial radio station. This is a and what did I just lose? long Talk Radio as well. I don't know. I reconnected. Apparently, I got reconnected. Wow! I'm just having technical difficulties galore today. Let's go ahead and just restart the whole discussion. So, if you, if you ever here. To, let's go back to what Robert does. Uh, Robert Douglas, back to. You, I said we dock off Trump and then we go after Pence. Ms. Waters also says she means what she says. She says what she means. Okay, fine. Then sue her. Then then bring her up on charges and do that. I have I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of Maxine Waters. I think she's a dullard. You no, know, she says some things that I like. And I don't. I don't agree with with what uh, she said there. Um, and go so fine. She should. She should also be brought up on charges. But the person who, the people who actually literally invaded the Capitol should all be brought up on charges. And the people who ate in the them should also be brought up on charges. That's the thing. You're playing the what aboutism game. What about these people? Bring her up on charges. Do it. No problem with that. And then bring up everybody else on charges as well, like all of the people involved on the insurrection and invasion on January 6th, those people who were trying to stop the legitimate processes of the American government and the, those who were aiding and abetting them and encouraging them to do so and that's the thing y'all will say what about Maxine Waters you didn't say what about but that's what it is that's what that when you bring up Maxine Waters in response to the people that I'm talking about that's a what about you don't have to say what about so and so? In order for it to be a what it can be a what regardless of what of you saying what about or not. I mean, let's go ahead and restart <laughs> this whole thing about cash money. We're going to go ahead and again start the start. You know, well the first clip is about he believes that the mob uh, is the mob is in control because. We have to propose. Let's hear the second clip again.
3: I've reached a solution. I can't be heard. I've been silenced. I wish we could live in real time as quick as we're silenced. And the only way to do that is to know what every single legitimate American thinks at 9 a.m. every morning in real time. All the horse shit will stop. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Everything will come to accountability. And once we start to accountability, Nothing will get swept under the carpet because the people will be heard every day on every subject immediately. Oh.
0: Every day on every subject immediately. Uh, and how is he going to do that? Well, we're going to get to that in a second. But again, legitimate Americans, what do legitimate Americans think? What do He wants everybody heard every day, 9 o'clock in the morning, where people are going to just be able to have their voices heard. How's that going to happen? How's everybody going be, to be listened to? Are you going to create the Borg from Star Trek? Are you going to create, you know, where, where everybody can immediately just hear what everybody else is thinking immediately like that? No. I mean, wouldn't have the technology for that, and that would be bad. Um, but, again, here's this guy. He's talking about how he can't be heard, and he's being silenced. I just heard him. Y'all just heard him. He was on the radio. Not only was he on a radio station that's a terrestrial radio station, he was on a radio station that's heard on the Internet. So you, if you're wherever you are, if you're listening to Jeff Carrera's radio show in the mornings, you heard him. Or if you don't listen live and you listen to him after his live broadcast, you can download his podcast. You can listen to Jeff Carrera's podcast and you can hear what Cash Money has to say. It's crazy. But he can't be heard and he's being silent ridiculous. That was clip number two. Oh, Robert Douglas. I bring waters because you only point out Republican bad behavior. That is such a false statement. That is so bad, so wrong of a statement. I do talk about bad behavior on the part of Democrats, but how much do you talk about the bad behavior of Republicans, Robert? Huh? Do you you make it a point to call call out? Again, as I said before, Hypocrite of the Week, Liberal Dan Radio. Barack Obama was hit for big one time Gavin Newsom. I will talk. I will call out Democrats when they're in the wrong. I'll call out liberal media when they're in the wrong. Why? Because I'm consistent. Now, do I do it every single time? Well, there's plenty of conservative sources that are going to do that. So, why do I have to spend all my time doing that? I don't have to, but I do need it. I am going to be talking about why I believe at the end of the day that. Uh, People who are on the left side of things are more correct on the issues than people who are right. i disagree with the left on some things. Um, although there are some people on the left who agree with me on those things that the right seems to think that we don't support. When have you started a show talking about that? I've started a show talking about that 20th times before. But again, we could go back and forth. I started, a sh- I started one of my shows defending Rick Santorum during the 2012 presidential election uh, because the New York Times was unfair to him because Rick Santorum said that uh, – if you want to elect uh, somebody to go against and take down Obamacare, that uh, Mitt Romney was the worst Republican to do so because Mitt Romney had basically put in Obamacare in Massachusetts when he was governor of Massachusetts. And the person who was the reporter, I think of the New York Times, or whatever, asked Rick Santorum a question. Do you really believe that uh, Mitt Romney is the worst Republican and it was a blatantly dishonest comment and I made it a point to call it out because despite the fact that Rick Santorum is vile and Rick Santorum is terrible and Rick Santorum is, you know, somebody who I would never support politically. He was treated unfairly and by somebody who is a quote from the left side of the media. So I went ahead and I and I criticized that because I expect our sides to be better. I mean, if we could go back, Robert, we could go back and talk about you know all of this, and go go past the shows, and I I'll go through, and we can go through with everything, and we can talk about the times that I've called out Democrats, because I have, and I will again. But if, if either you haven't really been listening to the show, if you think that I don't talk about Democrats and, and bad things that they do, or you're just being dishonest, I'm, I'm going to go with I'm going to assume the form.
3: Clip number three. I can't be heard, Jeff. I need to be heard. We deal with personalities so it's sort of amigos. like an
2: American Idol where you know people would vote, to call in to vote, You know who gets I know the, kicked off the show? I don't show know the, and, the,
3: the legitimate way to actually ask the people. I'd like to personally put uh, 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 Zuckerberg in prison and on death row and confiscate Facebook and use it specifically for American voting. We know it works. It's worked for 20 years unmanipulated. The system can work for us if we have accountability, and you're never going to have, have that with these dirty politicians playing their games for 240 years without actually legitimately asking every American, what do you think this morning on this particular subject?
0: So, he can't be heard. He needs to be heard. He's, I mean, he could start his own podcast. He could, you know, and if people want to listen to him, they can listen to him. And if people don't want to listen to him, they don't. Here's the thing. He needs to be heard. No, that's not what the Constitution guarantees you. Constitution does not guarantee your right to be heard. The Constitution guarantees your right to speech. You have the right to complain to your not just you could speak like I'm doing. No, I don't have the right to I don't have the right to any particular platform if I want if somebody thinks that my speech is. It's to de-platform and they want to de-platform me, they're free to do so, especially if I violate one of the terms of the agreement that, that you sign, you have when you sign up with these platforms. Uh, but nobody has the right... He can't force anybody to listen to it. The worst the worst he can do is call into a show, and as long as Jeff has him on the show... Thank you, Robert. I'm doing a terrific job. I appreciate you. Um, so... It needs to be heard though. Like, why? Why does why why do we need the? What about cash money? What what does cash money to say? Now, of course, he asks. Jeff asks what to do, and he's like, I don't know any legitimate way to do so. Well, because there's not a legitimate way to do it because you don't have the right to be heard. You have the right to speak what you want to speak. You have the right to point to your criticisms and redress grievances at your government, but you don't have the you don't have the right to be heard it in a legitimate way. And then he lists the, probably the most ridiculously illegitimate way to do so by putting Mark Zuckerberg in prison, putting him in death row for what? What charges would he go on death row for? What would he be convicted for that would give him the death penalty? And then he wants to confiscate Facebook and use it for American voting. Let me get this straight. Conservatives are – Constantly talk about how they, how, you know, just Jeff talked about we need to vote in person. We can't have a, we don't want all these, we don't want all these ways that other people can cast ballots. But this guy, who typically would make the argument that all of these elections, that he's made the argument that the elections are illegitimate, but now he wants to vote us to vote on Facebook. How on earth do you guarantee that? How on earth do you make sure that, look, I'm going to say that there's very unlikely that you'd be able to use Facebook to vote. Now, if you want to take polls, fine, but, you know, what if some people have multiple Facebook accounts? Are you going to guarantee that everybody who's voting in those polls are legitimately them? Are you going to stop Russian bots from generating American accounts using VPNs to cuddle into and using an American IP address so that they look like they're from America how are you gonna how are you going to prevent Russian bots from, from from how are you going to stop people from who are under the age of 18 or 16 or whatever age you want to use to, to be able to state what your opinions are if he says he wants to ask every American everybody what do you feel on this and who chooses that issue there's so many issues that are dealt with who chooses the issue that the American people are asked for or right, right, how are you asked on it I mean, are you going to make it so simplistic that you can't really solve the problem, or are you going to make it too complicated that nobody takes time to read it? And the way he's talking, he's sounding like he wants us to have a pure democracy, and he's supposed to be a Republican. Republicans, you say, we we live in a democracy. Liberals will say we live in a democracy. We We should have the right to have our voices heard because that's in a democracy. Everybody has the right to have their voices you know, heard by the government, and it's an equal say or whatever. And the Republicans be like, we live in a republic, we're not a democracy, but here's cash money saying that we should have a, a, all vote on Facebook and all be heard simultaneously at 9 a.m. in the morning. And somehow that's going to bring accountability. Robert Douglas, the dude is not in his right mind. You are correct. He's not in his right mind, but what he's coming from reveals a lot A lot of how a lot of conservatives think. Because he's not the only one on this show that talks like this. There are a lot of conservatives on this show that talk like this. Maybe not this on him, but they they say a lot of the same things. number
3: four. I'm in outrage that I still have to see Hillary Clinton on on the tube boob every day. Why? Mm -hmm. Why is Fauci still in a position? Why haven't we simply fired him and replaced him with somebody else that we all can believe in maybe? We need to do things, and it's never, ever going to happen. You go through your elections, this next election ain't going to matter because dominion still exists. And if dominion's here in November, it's shot. It's stuck. And this army that is coming across our border that we Americans see, what the world don't understand is the red blood flowing through Americans. It's going to come out. You're not going to win this war and take our country, but I don't want to see that blood, and neither do all these good patriotic Americans. They don't want that violence. So we need to stop it, and the only way to stop it is to ask us every day, what do you think about this particular subject? The only way to stop the violence, the only way to stop
0: conservatives, the patriotic Americans who see this army coming across the border, the only way to stop these Americans from being violent is to ask them their opinions every morning? I mean, come on. That's absurd. How are you going to – how is that going to stop them? If, if, you, if, if you ask them their opinions and, and you see, let's say, it comes out that you know 80% of America believes and wants Medicare for all, then these, well, it's rigged. If, if that's, what's gonna, that's what would happen with the system. If the 20% would demand that we have this system, and then if the 80% goes, hey, you know what, we really don't agree with that, they're going to be like, well, it's fixed, just like all the other elections are fixed. You know why haven't we fired Fauci yet? Well, why didn't Trump fire Fauci beforehand? He did it because he like he used Fauci as a tool. But if you don't have, but if Trump didn't have Fauci as a tool then to use in the, in the elections, then guess what? He wouldn't be able to use him as somebody who he can throw darts at. Get it? So Trump didn't fire Fauci because Fauci was useful to him. And then why hasn't Biden fired Fauci? Well, because Biden appreciates the fact that Fauci has a wealth of experience and knowledge on the issues of pandemics. And so he wants to use somebody who's, you know, knowledgeable and trusted science. Because elections don't matter because of Dominion, but then he wants the elections to take place on Facebook. He talks about the red blood flowing and it's going to come out. The Red blood's going to come out, but we don't want violence. No, you're threatening violence. You're saying that if you don't hear us, we're going to get violent. That's what he's saying. And this is what this is this is the type of mindset that was behind the individuals who were attacking the Capitol on January sixth of twenty twenty one. I don't know what
3: to say <laughs> about this country, but money is not what we were yeah. born for. I love capitalism. Yeah. We have saw what it's done for this beautiful nation. But mm-hmm. we, the people, need to make every single rule for every single agency because manipulative, deviant, evil people have been in control for, I, I see a good 75 years of planning yeah. here. And they are actually starting to win. But, see, they can't shut up mouths like cash money from Cincinnati. Yeah. So you need to <laughs> be heard. Right. I need to be heard. <laughs> he needs to be heard. And Bunny
0: is not what we were born into. He compl- I, I think I skipped five. Let's, let's play five again just to be sure.
3: Yeah. Every single question that you have, let's set up a device to actually be asked, the pe- just to ask the people. Every single one of these questions will be asked by us, the people. Do we want to let 16-year-olds who are allowed to drive a 4,000-pound car to vote? I agree. I say yes. Let their minds in. But do we start education with those young minds at 12? Serious focused education on what's going on in our country and how we really feel and think we, the people run this, we run this. So every rule you want to make, we, we need to do, discuss it right now. Good ideas. Like the one I'm speaking, can't even be heard unless you own a news outlet and got money running out your butt. But yeah.
0: Good ideas. Supposedly good ideas. Like the one he's talking about. I mean, the, the jury is out on whether or not his idea is a good idea or not. I mean, I would say, it's the paranoid delusion of a madman. Um, but the good idea is, you know, you can't get your good ideas here unless you have money. But conservatism is supposed to be about the free market. Conservatives, again, conservatives never. It's never about what they complain about. Because they. they he probably has talked a long time about, we need free market solutions. We need free, mar- free market this, free market that. Except for when... He doesn't feel that his voice is being heard. If he doesn't feel that his voice is being heard, then it's a big grand conspiracy from the, from the, from the media and the big money conglomerations of the people who want to control what gets forced down the American people's throats to not have cash money and have his voice heard. You know whose fault it is for, for me not getting – why don't I have 10 million viewers, followers, subscribers or whatever on Twitter – Why don't I have millions of followers on Facebook and on Twitter and here on blog talk radio? Is it the fault of big money corporations? Is it the fault of this grand conspiracy theory? No, I haven't apparently put out enough of a quality content that would hit a lot of people and make a lot of people go listen to liberal land radio. He's awesome. I do have some people like Robert. I do have some people you know, who do like to listen to the show, who do appreciate the things that I have to say. And that's great. I love the fact that I have those people on board. Would I love more? Sure. Am I going to blame Fox News or MSNBC or other big media conglomerates because I have not gotten traction on this? No. No, I, I have a video out there where it says, look, if you're, if you're liberal, if you're progressive, if, if you want to compete in the in the ideas, you know, you have so many conservative talk shows out there, and not a lot of liberal ones. There's some small ones. You have House Parks Mega Worldwide. You have uh, Stephanie Miller Show. You have some other shows that have that have people on, you know, varying points on the the, the liberal scale. You know, it's not their fault that, that I don't have a bunch of subscribers. It's not their fault that my videos don't get hundreds of likes each time I go live. Nobody's fault, but, you know, and I've said that, you know, maybe liberals should support other small podcasts, build up a farm team, as they would say in baseball, so that you could have, you know, more people waiting in the wings, so that you could, you know, okay, here's your next big show, or maybe the next big show pops up, and then you have somebody else who's popular, who's being listened to. It's not the fault of big money, but it's not even the fault of them. They don't want to listen to it. Nobody can force them to listen to it, because I can't force anybody to hear me. I don't have the right to be heard. I just have the right to sit here and talk. And if you listen to it and you like it, like the video, subscribe to the channel. It's not anybody else's fault, on my own, as to why I'm not a superstar right now. No, there's there's always also a, a good amount of luck that comes into it. I think I think that, and there 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 are there are advantages that some people have when it comes to you know if you're born in like into a media family, you might have more. Ends to get to the system, and so the, the luck of your birth has a lot to say. There's some privileged conversations you can have on that topic, but it's, it's not – but, it's, but it's, it's the fact that the, the severe hypocrisy that he's going to sit there and talk about how big money is preventing him, and he's going to say, money's not everything, after conservatives for years have been like, money's everything. He wants, quote, serious, focused education. What kind of education? What are you talking about? Cash money. What kind of type of serious focused education are you, are you, wanting, are you wanting to give our children? I'm starting at twelve, you know, only on the things that you believe in, or do you want to give them, you know, educate them on many of a wide variety of things, and then have them understand how to come up to make up their own minds? Because it sounds to me like he wants to in person indoctrinate the kids, and then have the kids vote along his line Because if they don't vote against his line it's going to be another grand conspiracy. It'll be another Dominion. They'll find some other boogeyman to throw it out. They'll find some other boogeyman, because Dominion is, is not the problem. Dominion is the boogeyman to blame because Donald Trump failed to win an election. because Donald Trump pissed off enough people that they said, even though they hate Joe Biden, because I know a lot of leftists who hate Joe Biden and didn't want Joe Biden in office, they wanted other people in office, but they said Donald Trump has done so much bad for this country that we're going to hold our nose and vote for Joe Biden and come out in a mass against Trump. Usually that's not the reform of the success with elections. Normally you can spend all day long telling people why you should not like the other guy. They're not gonna come out to vote for you unless you give them a reason to vote for you. But in this twenty twenty election, oh that was it was enough that this guy was terrible, that this guy was dumb. And now he wants and he wants the people to rule every agency. How is how is so let's say there is a, a vote on on this new Facebook that the usurped facebook seized from mark zuckerberg and says uh, and this says look we want to determine whether or not we should have a requirement to have uh, what type of um, what type of emergency safety systems need to be on oil rigs you know, do, are we going to stick with this particular one or are we going to stick are we going to are we going to, we going to, we going to allow them to regulate themselves or whatever let's say the vote is 50.1% to 49.9% what, what do you do then? I mean, uh, should, should those things be left to a vote? No. The reason we live in a democratic republic, now, now we democratically elect our officials, and we we, we should have you know, when, we, and when we do so, we should have equal say when it comes to our voting power. But the reason we elect people into office is because we 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 want to trust them with the power. Now, should we trust politicians? I don't know. I, I trust them as far as we throw I suppose. And, or anybody with a bad back or a bad knee
2: um,
0: but you know you, you don't decide you know what expert you, you should pick to choose what type of uh, alarm system should be on an oil rig to determine whether or not action needs to be taken to prevent an emergency that's what you know you, you pick the scientists So you know, sometimes what the scientists say might not be popular like a scientist might say, we need to close down things for two weeks or more, or whatever. We need to have masking. We need to do this type of thing or that type of thing when it comes to the COVID. Those things were popular, but it was, but there's some things just because something is not popular doesn't I mean it's not the right thing to do. So I don't know how you you, you do this, but this this kind of shows you not just the unhinged that he needs to be heard. He needs to indicate mean, he's so frustrated that that he's allowing himself to be so frustrated that all of that frustration is going to come out somewhere, and that's how January sixth happened. Robert goes, just don't want government in all of my business. I don't want government in all of your business either. All of your business, no. I think there are a lot of examples where government needs to stay out of your business, including things like abortion, including things like gay marriage, the right to be married to somebody who's you know of your same. Gender or not the opposite gender, or uh, maybe you know if we dump the antiquated gender binary altogether, you know, just marry whoever you want to that consents to it. If two people consent to marriage, let them get married. If three people consent to a marriage, let them get married. Doesn't harm me. It doesn't harm you. Not a big deal. No. there, there's a there's a bill that was supposed to be voted on today in Louisiana um, about – and this is one that I agree with the host on, on this one. It was a bill that was supposed to be voted on to, uh, to make driving while holding a cell phone illegal in Louisiana. States like California already have such things. Maryland, I think, already has such things. But these laws are stupid. Why are these laws stupid? Well, I'll tell you. Way back in the day when I did Dan and Dave on the air, that uh, let's see, Robert Douglas, the church doesn't want gay marriage. The church shouldn't be forced to perform gay marriage ceremonies. But the church doesn't want to recognize other marriages either. You know, the founder of Popeye's, Popeye's Fried Chicken and Biscuits, Al Copeland was his name. You might not know his name if you live outside of the area, but Al Copeland is the person who started Popeye's. Popeyes now gone nationwide, but Al Copeland started it here in New Orleans, Louisiana. Al Copeland was Catholic. Al Copeland was married, his first marriage was in the church. He got married, Catholic wedding. They got divorced. Al Copeland got married a second time, but was not in the church. Al Copeland got married a third time, It was not in the church. Al Copeland's first wife died. Al Copeland got married a fourth time. It was in the church. Why? Because his first wife is dead, so now, in the eyes of the church, he's no longer married. In the eyes of the Catholic church, Al Copeland was married twice. In the eyes of the government, Al Copeland was married four times. So, no, no church should be required. The church shouldn't be required to marry Al Copeland. If Al Copeland wants to get married in violation of the religious policies, fine. And nobody should be should be prevented, should be forced to perform a gay marriage ceremony if they don't want to. If, if it's against the religion, they shouldn't be forced to. Simple as that. Now, if you're going to inconsistently um, operate your uh, your marriages, for example, if you don't want interracial dating, let's say you have a black Catholic and a white Catholic and they want to get married and you say, no, we don't believe in interracial marriage. Well, then that's a problem because if those people are Catholic and there's nothing in the Bible preventing interracial marriage, but if you're just nitpicking because you're racist, then, yeah, that's going to be a big deal. But, look, so. No gay person should be, able, should be able to, no gay couple should be forced to be able to force a church, church, mind you, to be able to, you know, if you're publicly open to the public, anybody can get married there inside the venue. You can. You shouldn't then be able to say everybody except for gay weddings. That's, that's different than a church. But if you're a church, fine. You don't have to marry other people. Like a, a synagogue should not be required to marry two Catholics, or a Catholic and a Protestant, or a Jewish person to a Catholic. There should be no requirement of it because it's in violation of their rules. But if a synagogue said, Hey, here's two Jews, one's black, one's white, and then the synagogue would be like, Well we don't want to marry them, that would be a problem and that would be that would be a violation to them. But no. So, so again, okay. stay up stay out of, stay out of those areas of life. The place where government should be involved in life is when your actions affect the other people. Now, let's go back to the cell phone bill for a second, because the people who are behind banning handheld cell phones and cars are people who are gonna say, Well, this is a, this, this affects other people. You're putting other people at risk. You're putting other people uh, in danger by driving recklessly. Well, first of all, there's already rules in the books about distracted driving and driving recklessly. If you're distracted if you're driving in a distracted manner, you should be able to get pulled over, regardless of what you're doing. If you're driving recklessly, you should be able to get pulled over, regardless of what you're doing. Doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter if you're on the phone, if it's in your hand, or if you're eating a hamburger, or if you're doing your makeup, or if you're driving across a bridge and playing the guitar whilst you driving. Because one of my teachers saw this, one of my university teachers back in University of New Orleans. He was driving across Lake Pontchartrain, the longest bridge in the world until China made one slightly bigger. But the longest bridge in the world still over a single body of water. And he looked to the right as he was passing this guy and his knee through the steering wheel while he's sitting there strumming and playing his guitar. That's the shock to driving. That should be against the law and probably is against the law and so if you're allowing yourself to be distracted whilst holding a cell phone then guess what yeah you're probably in violation of law. you don't need a specific violation for operating a cell phone while driving. but the other thing that these laws don't take into consideration is they don't they don't follow the science the science is clear it's not the holding of the phone that's the problem it's the conversation if you're having a conversation with somebody in your back seat, it, can, it is just as distracting as having a conversation with someone you're on the phone with. So just as I said, we should be following the science when it came to the pandemic. We should follow the science when it comes to these cell phone bills as well, and we should not implement them because they do not follow what the science says, what is harmful to the people around you. The distractions are what's harmful. It's not that you've held a phone because if you hold a burger and you're trying to eat while holding a burger, that's the same distraction you're having a conversation hands-free with an earpiece, that's also distracting because your, your conversation is distracting you, with maybe the exception of about 10% of the people, from what I've heard, there are like 10% of people who are like super users, who are able to do things like have a phone conversation and still maintain their driving fine. Now, and that's fine, too. That's why the rule should be, I'm distracted driving. Let people determine. You know that, that they're safe. You know, that, let them not say, "Okay, I'm going to take this action," and I'm, I feel that I'm not distracted. And if they get distracted, then they're going to get a ticket. Let's see. It was big money insurance that didn't want to allow gay marriage because they didn't want to pay benefits. Uh, but then again, I mean, if you're if you, if you have more people in your pool, insurance then allows that 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 makes the pools more secure. So I don't know. I don't know if I would buy that. I don't know if I'd buy that argument. So anyway, Went about 15 minutes over than what I necessarily wanted to do. But you know what? It is what it is. Oh, it's late. No, sorry. It's not my line. That is Mayor Donald's line.
2: It is what it is.
0: Thank you, Donald. So um, we talked about cash money and how the unha- even Robert Douglas here in the chat says that clearly that cash money was not in his right mind. Um, He can say whatever he wants. That doesn't mean people will listen. Um, I agree 100%. You can say whatever it is that you want to say. And he he, he was saying it live on the radio. And I heard it. And Jeff heard it. And anybody else listening to Jeff Stowe heard it too. So he's being heard by some. Now, I don't agree with him. I think, and again, as we've established, I think he's unhinged. But the the point of that is not necessarily to say, ha-ha, look at Cash Money, he's unhinged. I mean, I think he probably needs some help. You might need to go speak to a psychiatrist of some sort. But my point is that this is the type of thinking that, like, you see, like the anger building, and this is what we see and the, the kind of mindset that that leads people to attack the capital. These are the type of the people that these conservative politicians, like your Marjorie Taylor Greene, like your. Um, that Kate, the people who are, who know that they can, that they know that they can manipulate them into being even more. angry. They grasp onto that anger and make it so that push it and push it and push it. And that so when they say when Trump goes, you need to go down to the Capitol and stop them. It doesn't matter that Trump might have made one comment of peacefully, because he's already wild them up got them Then he sent them on their way to the capital but what, what did you think was going to happen this is the mindset of the capital process or the capital invader cash money is, is is just representative of that I don't know how you fix it I don't know how I don't know how we mend anything I would love to be able to figure out how to mend the differences that have formed or maybe it's just impossible maybe the differences were always there and they just they just weren't as well seen because people didn't have the platforms. And that's the irony of the whole thing. Is that he's complaining that he can't be heard. But now but he was heard. And because more people can be heard about the things you 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 the internet has enabled all these people to come together and they can rile each other up and, and, and get them into a bigger volcano that's eventually going to explode. What's the solution? I don't know. I don't know how you solve that problem. I don't know how you solve the problem with extremists—left wing extremists or right wing extremists. I don't know how you do it. Is it possible to do so? Is, is, is it inevitable that at some point we're just going to fracture as a country, because the differences are just so great that we can't—that we can't—it it it can't, it can't sustain itself. Are we a house divided against each other? Can we know how long will we be able to stand if we act like that? used to be, to me, like if a 9-11 happened today, 9-11 happened today, I don't think that we would see the same coming together that we saw 21 years ago. That's sad. Now, I don't want to see a 9-11 happen, but it's sad that we can't just come together on certain basic things. There's just so much animosity and distrust between the sides that no, the point again you, you can't be a Republican in Congress and and vote for a one judicial candidate that's going to pass anyway because you have to be a contrarian you have to be a contrarian. you have to oppose every single thing that's one of the things well while, while, while I'll talk about you know I'll talk about Joe Biden how my grandparents loved him I talked about how I think he's basically a good person a good man um, but here's the thing. one thing I'll say about Joe Biden is I think he was a little naive. I think he remembers what it was like in the Senate when he was a senator before two thousand and eight. He remembers what that was like. He remembers going to the Senate cafeteria and talking about issues with his fellow senators, left wing and right wing. He remembers. Working together to do things that were that needed to be done for this country. Now, the problem is he, 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 he somewhat. You he should also remember that as soon as Obama was elected, that the Republicans were like, "Nope, we aren't going to cooperate. We're not going to do anything with them anymore." He should have remembered that you know the the greatest the the big effing deal of the passage of the Affordable Care Act only happened because Democrats voted for it, and because one. Republican senator switched parties to give us to give the Democrats the sixty votes they needed to uh, to bypass the filibuster, and then use reconciliation for the rest. He, he seems to forget that because I guess that was only part of his that was only part of his service in government. But for most of his service in government, he was used to working with people on the other side of the aisle. he was work used to working it, and it, it, people call him out on it now. But you know, he. He worked with people on all sides, all various beliefs, because at the end of the day, he believed that everybody, you know, had the same goals. They just wanted to do what's right for the country, but they were just felt that it was accomplished in different ways. And I think he felt that if he became president, that maybe we could return to that civility. Maybe we could return to that way of governing that that he would be able to bring. Uh, the Republicans and Democrats to the bargaining table and be able to work on things. And the Republicans have clearly shown they won't do it. They're not going to do it. They'll never do it. I don't know when the Republicans will ever do it again because I don't know if they're just so far gone, the, the party with the elected officials, that they feel that they have if they feel that if they feel that they, if they briefly agree with a Democrat on something, that they're going to be primary for somebody who will be a loyal Trump supporter, who will support the big lie, who will support the idea that Donald Trump is supposedly the the duly elected president. All right. Thank you very much, Robert. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Have a great night and weekend as well. Uh, Shout out to your family as well. Um, Yeah, let's go ahead. We are going to go ahead and uh, end this show now. Um, I got stuff to do tonight as well. So, this has been the end of this week's episode of Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Tune in each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central. Blog Talk slash Liberal Dan uh, at Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter, uh, TikTok, uh, YouTube, Facebook dot com slash Liberal Dan as well. There was one week this month of uh, this month in April that I will be maybe coming on live on a Thursday. I will let you know when that happens. It's probably the last week of the month. Next week, so. This is Dan Zimmerman with Circle Band Radio. Off to the left. That's right.